Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Do you ever have one of those days where going to work is actually a relief? (laughs) Oh, that's how I feel. On this night, guess what we discovered? You guys, homeownership? Not for the faint of heart. I'm telling you, it's always something. I I wouldn't trade it because I love being a homeowner. And certainly it's way cooler to now be sharing the space and the responsibilities with the hubs. However, hubs or no hubs, a toilet valve leaking through the upstairs floor and dripping into the downstairs bathroom to the point where... I was a little afraid we were going to have a money pit moment with the tub or the toilet dropping down through the upstairs ceiling, (laughs) through the floor and the ceiling and down into the lower bathroom. I was really worried about that. I wouldn't even take a shower in the upstairs bathroom on Monday evening because I didn't want to have a moment where all of a sudden... I'm riding the tub downstairs because the floor cannot support the shower. We don't know how much of the floor has been compromised by the water, but we do know that we have a leaky valve and didn't discover it quickly enough. And uh, so now (laughs) tomorrow features a plumber. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Don't you dare play that laughter. Uh, Now we have a plumber scheduled to show up. I suppose I have to make a call to my homeowner's insurance company. And already we know that part of the floor and part of the downstairs wall will have to be replaced. I've done this already. This is the second time since I moved into this house. The second time since I purchased the home in 2020. So we're talking about my four-year anniversary coming up. In which it's been raining on the inside. That's not great. So I'm trying to find the bright side. I guess the bright side is that the floor hasn't collapsed and we did find, well, I found it. You want to know how I found the leak? Oh my gosh. I had just gotten off the bike and I didn't feel like going upstairs. So I went to wash my hands in the downstairs bathroom. I was getting ready to make dinner and something drips on my face. And I look up now, (laughs) I watch a lot of CSI and FBI shows and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's blood. So I look up, (laughs) because I'm an idiot. So I look up and there is water in a line dripping and you can see the outline of the square above my head. 
Oh my gosh. So I yell, babe, babe, come here. And he's like, okay, 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 I'm coming. No, hurry. It's an emergency. Hurry. Okay, okay, okay. And comes running in and... My question was, what is that? What is that? Because he'd been working in the upstairs bathroom and I guess didn't realize. Why would you think that the valve was leaking unless you could see it? And there really wasn't anything visible to notice until you actually got down there and, and really started looking. You could maybe see it dripping along the wall. Anyway, fantastic day. (laughs) Why does this always happen on Mondays, too? Well, Monday night. The worst would have been on Sunday night, I suppose, or on Saturday night when you're not calling a plumber. Uh, We did manage to stop the leak with the valve upstairs, and we mopped it up, but too late because you know how it is. When there's water behind paint, the paint puffs out and so we can see that in a line behind the wall in the downstairs bathroom as well as the ceiling again the the dripping has stopped I don't know how comfortable I am standing in that area in the upstairs bathroom (laughs) because I don't want the floor to collapse but we're definitely gonna have to find a contractor oh no oh no you guys when I had the flood in my house, this this is because of leaky windows going back to 21 when we had those four storms that were, if not hurricane force, were tropical storm force. That was a really bad summer. So many people in my neighborhood had floods. Thankfully, I don't have a basement, but it, it came through leaky windows. And so I remember I filed a claim in July. The insurance company was fantastic. I have zero complaints about the insurance company. Had the money within a couple of weeks. The project wasn't done until October. That's how hard it was to find a contractor. That's how hard it was to get that contractor to do the work. It was brutal. And so I am not looking forward to that. But thankfully, it's not just me anymore. At least we can share the weight. Though I I feel bad for the hubs because I think he was feeling bad about it, feeling like it was his fault, which of course it's not. It's probably better that we discovered it. So on that note, it's a relief to come to work and not have to think about a leaky toilet and a money pit moment where the tub falls through the floor. (laughs) Jay, what did I tell you? It's not funny. Why are you in there giggling up a storm? Like you're so proud of yourself. No, it's It's not funny. It is. Just wait until you're a homeowner or something like this happens because it will. I'm sure. Not because I wish it on you, but just because these types of things happen. And my house is older. Well, it's old. It was it was built, gosh, 70 years ago. And the previous owners owned it for 40 years and just kind of let things go. So it wasn't in disrepair, but it there's been a lot of various issues that have to be addressed. And, and that's not over because we've got a, a tree that's been coming up through the driveway and I'm worried about the roots. And so that's probably coming out this year. Yeah, it's always something. It is always How's something. <laughs> The brand new shed is great. Thanks, Jay. I love how you're trying to find the bright side of all of this. There's a new shed. There's a new shed. Yes. The shed is not leaking, in case you're wondering. 
There are no more dead squirrels in the shed unless the hubs accidentally leaves the doors open, which he better not. Mm, he's on thin ice. <laughs> no, he's not. don't say that. It's not his fault. No. He didn't how how could he have known that the seal on this valve was old and cracked and was going to leak? There was there was no yeah, way to know. You wouldn't. And then you if you you wouldn't be like looking for that. Like, oh, let me no. make sure that valve wasn't cracked and leaked. You, right. No, no. Way to know. That's the thing about older homes, is you have no idea when various pieces were replaced and when the last repairs were done and this is how you find out so just just when i thought there were no contractors in my future oh yay so the plumber will be arriving on tuesday afternoon to start the whole process so you're undergoing contract negotiations oh man i will be and and i'll be looking for a free agent contractor Can we just talk about football? I just, I don't want to talk about any more contractors or leaking toilets or tubs coming through the ceiling. Nope. I am really grateful. You know, it's funny too, because when I moved in, I have two full bathrooms in the house and and they're right on top of each other, right? Uh, So the one downstairs is is great, but I don't I felt like I didn't really need two full bathrooms. Who wants to clean two full bathrooms? So I thought, you know what? I don't have a real good space for where the washer and dryer are located. They're in a hallway, and it's pretty tight there going out to the back door. And so my bright idea was to take out the tub downstairs and put the washer and dryer in there in the second bathroom. And my family shouted me down, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. Homes with two full bathrooms have much better resale value, and you never know when you might need a second tub, blah, blah, blah. Well, two times where that tub has been extremely valuable – Number one, again, also because of plumbing issues in an old home, uh, my faucet in the kitchen, so the kitchen sink tends to freeze pretty quickly. Like if the temps even drop to say 30 degrees, th- that those pipes freeze. So I have to leave. I learned the hard way. I went one day, uh, let's see, one winter, the first winter for four days without water in the kitchen sink. Oh. Right. Well, the, the funny part is I have it in the bathroom and the tub that's about, I don't know, 20 feet away, but it's where those pipes are located. They're on the outside wall. And so once they freeze, they freeze. So didn't know any of that, but having the tub... I once did dishes in my tub. And not once, actually. One winter, I did dishes in my tub because I didn't have hot water in my kitchen sink. I mean, it was very handy. Yeah, I mean. It's right. That's, that's one thing. And second thing now is that, well, lo and behold, we need a second shower. Huh. Jay, are you excited about owning a home someday? That sounds great. It sounds <laughs> lovely. I can't wait. Really can't wait for it. Saving up. Once I started telling Jay all about how challenging it is to own an older pet, Jay decided he would never be (laughs) a pet owner. Now I'm telling him all the great things about owning uh, a home, and he's really excited about his own chance. One-room studio (laughs) on the main floor with a fish, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Hamster. I'm going to cry. I need to laugh so I don't cry. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yes. Being a homeowner does not end after hours. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. No, please don't give me advice about what to do. It'll just make me sad. Please don't. Uh, and if you haven't yet voted for Monday MVP, that poll is still live for another couple hours. We're getting a lot of votes. We've taken one defensive and one offensive player from each of the championship games. Uh, so make sure that you check that out on either Twitter or Facebook. I've had a lot of fun interacting with 
listeners and engaging with football fans over the past, say, 36 hours or so. We know that this is the time of the year where more sports fans are engaged than any other calendar month. Right, so January with football playoffs, the numbers for TV games are are astronomical. I, I mean, they're out of the stratosphere. No TV shows, and I mean any genre, no TV shows get the kind of ratings that football playoffs do. Not NBA Finals, not World Series, not World Cup games. Nope. The NFL postseason blows the doors off TV ratings and TV viewership. And while a lot of people enjoy watching the games, they also enjoy listening to people talking about them. And so our numbers are also much higher. I don't want to call them astronomical because that that feels a little self-serving and and maybe not accurate because I don't pay that close attention. I just know from industry trends that the numbers are a lot higher during football playoffs. So we are always excited to connect with new people. Been an ongoing conversation about the two championship games and now the Super Bowl matchup, though, heavens, we have a long time until we finally get to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Along those lines, the two teams that lost on Sunday have already done their exit interviews, meaning media, press, TV, radio, podcasts, blogs, digital, everything else. They had the chance to ask questions of Dan Campbell as well as the Detroit locker room and then also the players in the Baltimore locker room. I have not seen any new John Harbaugh, so I think his exit interview is probably coming at a later date, maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. We also heard from Art Rooney. On Monday, which is interesting. Now, if you know anything about the Steelers organization, the Rooney family, they don't make themselves the center of attention. They're just not interested in that. I love the way they do business. I know people quibble with how long they keep coaches around. That's fine. That's your own opinion. I like the way the Rooney family does business. They are committed to winning. They're loyal to their people. They have a very high standard. For those of you who remember, I'll just pick something. Going back to Ben Roethlisberger when he was accused of sexual assault and he got suspended. Oh, shoot. I think it was six games by the NFL. Don't quote me. If you remember, you can always let me know on Twitter. Um, But he got suspended for a certain number of games. And I remember that the Rooney family came out and said, this is not who we are. This is not what we do. This is not the type of employee that we want on our roster, the type of player we want on our roster. And they laid down the law for Ben Roethlisberger. He either had to prove to them that this type of accusation, this type of activity, even suggestive activity that would put him in this light better never happen again, or they were going to part ways with him. And I do appreciate that they don't make themselves the center of attention. They just want to win. They love the Steelers. They love football. They love Pittsburgh, their family, and they just want to win. But they're also very good to their people. So I'm big fans of the Roonies, what we know of them. And it was neat to hear Art. Again, doesn't make himself the center of attention. Did a Q&A on the Steelers' YouTube on Monday. So we're looking forward to 
sharing that with you. And also, Doc Rivers makes his debut in Milwaukee. Every time I think about this, and I know it's a rhetorical question and no one's ever going to give me a satisfactory answer. If you wanted a veteran coach to establish a defense post Drew Holiday, if you wanted a veteran coach to get your personalities and your superstars to be on the same page in Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo, why not hire Doc Rivers in the first place? Again, there's no acceptable answer. No one's got one. He was available. Why not hire him in the first place? Oi. Sometimes the business of sports makes me want to take a fork and poke it in, well, not my eye, but smash it on the table. Can't believe it. All right, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page, too. Real quick, let's talk to Jason, who's in Cleveland. Oh, no, I'm afraid. Jason, welcome to After Hours. Why are you afraid, Amy? Well, because it's just been that kind of a day. (laughs) Is it because of your marriage or the house or a lot of uh, turmoil? I'm, I'm definitely not afraid because of my marriage, no. Thank goodness I have him, actually. Well... Um, I was just going to talk about old houses versus new houses mm-hmm. and uh, the cutoff between like uh, you're in East Coast, New England. They have like uh, 1900s houses. That's a whole other thing. Oh, yes. But, I used to live in one of those when I was growing up. Yeah. And that that's a different matter. I mean, you better have a handyman or call. Uh, what was the show that they would? Uh, this have? old house. This old house. This old <laughs> Yes. Exactly. You you have to have some skills to deal with something like that. But as far as new houses, people that want to buy a condo or stuff like that, I uh, lived in a nice old neighborhood, uh, trees, woods behind us, and they built developments. And those houses were horrible within like 15 years. Like they huh. don't do they don't do it like they used to. And so anyway, I think the prime time for American building was like the mid-50s. And so I think that's what you were saying. The place you were talking about was like uh, mid-50s. Yeah, my house and was that, built in 1951. Yes. Yeah. And so that's when America was booming. And they actually used wood and not like uh, you didn't get drywall from China that had like some mold spores that would explode oh. in like two and a half years. Oh, gosh. Something of that sort. But anyway, regarding the football, um, what do you think? Do you think everything worked out the way it should, or do you think uh, there were some surprises, or what? Well, I would say, in in terms of surprises, uh, the way that the Chiefs have handled, not that, that I thought that they would succumb to pressure, but the way that the Chiefs have handled these playoffs and this really this season, because the defense has been the star, not, we know what Patrick Mahomes is, and Travis Kelsey has played exceedingly well, uh, but to have them shut out in the second half in Baltimore, and yet their defense be up for the challenge against the likely NFL MVP and a Baltimore offense that had had so much success running the ball. So that, to me... Not a surprise that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, but just the way that they got there and the path they took was really not the same as the one they've used the last few years. Um, And I do love what we saw from the NFC North. I thought that was a fun surprise, too. Uh, The Packers and what they were able to do in getting to the divisional round and kind of serving notice. Yeah, that they're a force to be reckoned with moving forward. Great validation for uh, Matt LaFleur as head coach and Jordan Love as quarterback. And they're one of the youngest teams. Oh, they are the youngest 
strongest team in the NFL. But then also the Lions, too. Again, won the division title, but they're kind of playing with house money. Most of those guys have never been in the playoffs or haven't made deep runs out of, say, I think three three guys. So it's just been really neat to see that as disappointing as it is. And then I'll also say, I don't, I don't know if you're a Browns fan, but the way that they got to the playoffs with five different quarterbacks this year, uh, also very impressive. I wasn't very sad to see Baltimore lose, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can imagine not. I've seen other AFC North fans on my Facebook page uh, crowing a bit over the way the Ravens bowed out. But but here's the strange thing is that I'm not I'm tired of the Chiefs. I mean, a lot of people are, right? On on top of the uh social media aspect, uh what is it? 5 6 7 years in a row. And so you're like, okay, Time for a change. But at the same time, uh, Patrick Mahomes seemed more humble than uh, someone that had been there that many times. And the the defense of the uh, Baltimore Ravens making all these nasty, uh, egregious mistakes, it's almost like uh, at the get-go, I wanted Baltimore to win. And then as I watched the game, I was like, all right, go ahead, Patrick, do it again. (laughs) Well, he made a couple of big plays, but honestly, the defense was the star uh, in the second half, to be sure. So, yeah, it was pretty interesting to see them kind of morph into a different type of a team in these playoffs. Jason, thank you so much for your phone call. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Amy. 855-212-4227. I think I scared him. I was saying, oh, no, because I wasn't sure what he was going to say about my my toilet or part of my bathroom dropping through the floor and the ceiling. So that's why I was worried, but I don't think he... It's fine. I hope I didn't offend him. Uh, so you can call us. Uh, love to hear from you on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. Uh, coming up, Doc Rivers makes his debut as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. And if you didn't see last week some of the crazy scoring games in the NBA, uh, we need to get caught up on this edition of the show as well. Hope you survived your Manic Monday without a leak in your bathroom. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk and expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. After Hours Podcast. Here's Jamal Murray. It's a big possession for Denver. Get it here. It's a two-possession game with less than two minutes to go. Murray from 12 feet. Good. 110 to 105. Inbound goes to Damian Lillard. Backcourt pressure being applied by KCP. Denver wants to waste as much time as possible. Lillard to the left hand. Leaves it. Blocked by Gordon from behind. Lost out of bounds by Lillard. The play of the game. Aaron Gordon. He's beast mode, baby. Five seconds left to go in Denver. Back over to Jokic. Three, two, one. And there's the horn. Denver with a fourth quarter. Take care of the Milwaukee Bucks. Jamal scores over 30. Nikola Jokic triple-double. Denver 113, Milwaukee 107. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jason Kosmicki on Nuggets Radio. Leave it to Nikola Jokic to spoil the debut of Doc Rivers as Bucks head coach. This game taking place in the Mile High City and the defending champions they pull away. Though, it was a good game. They had a dozen ties and nine lead changes in Doc's first game for the Bucks, And here he is going into season 25. I guess you'd call it season 25, although I guess if we're going to be technically accurate, it should be 24 and a half. <laughs> but he was animated as he typically is. Try to get to know his team now that features Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton and a bunch of veterans. And at this point, you don't have to be worried about the Milwaukee Bucks. Why? Because they're 17 games above 500, which is the reason the Adrian Griffin firing raised so many eyebrows. But Nikola Jokic gets a triple-double and reminds, well, to welcome Doc Rivers back, reminding him what he's in for. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Doc, he's been consulting, quote-unquote, with the team for a little while now. It apparently, he was building a relationship with Griffin, though that's kind of out the window. But this is his first official loss as the Bucks head coach. Tonight was an offensive loss. Like I didn't, I didn't think we were um, crisp offensively. We had stretches where the ball was humming and hopping, and then we had stretches where it didn't. Uh, and that's those stretches we have to clean up. But overall, I was very happy. Very happy. Uh, the the Bucks gave up eight points in a row late in the game, which is how the Nuggets kind of pulled away. But yeah, really competitive game for the most part. Now Doc has the challenge of working with Dame and Giannis to establish superstars, though he's worked with plenty of those in his career, including Joel Embiid most recently. Oh, and James Harden, if, if you would call him that. Uh, and so here's the challenge in front of him in Milwaukee. Oh, they're great. They're they a very coachable team. They're, they're adults. You know, this is not uh, – this team is so far, I mean, uh, but they are, they're very coachable. Uh, that, that will never – that won't be a problem with this group. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to Mike Malone, his 400th win as coach of the Nuggets. Wow. It doesn't feel like he's been around that long or been in Denver that long, but 400th win. And so you've got a tale of two completely different teams, right? Milwaukee, a recent champion, but has gone through some changes 
not only to their roster, but the misfire on Griffin as head coach, at least according to the Bucks, They're the one that brought in a brand new head coach. And Giannis now having to deal with that and kind of what we heard from him last week is, well, I just got to stay in my own lane then. I endorsed him. They don't ask me. They didn't come to me. I was surprised too. So I'm just going to play basketball. And that's tough. Uh, not that Doc Rivers can't help to improve the team, specifically defensively. Uh, he played in the league himself. He's got a championship pedigree. Uh, people know what's happened in the playoffs with his various teams. Um, however, they're starting new and they're starting fresh which is always a challenge, especially in the middle of the season. Uh, and so for Giannis, he's just kind of have to, uh, to jump right in with Doc Rivers and to move forward. It was great. It was great. Um, everybody have to have patience. Uh, it's new. The way we play, uh, the way we defend, uh, no, it's going it's, it's, it's going to take a while to get used to. You know, we slowly, slowly adjusting, change a couple stuff. But the good news is that you're dealing from a position of strength because the Bucks are not basement of the Eastern Conference and having to climb out. I mean, they had a really good start. They had 30 wins already when Griffin was fired. All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. After hours with Amy Lawrence, you can still vote for Monday MVP. We'll have TD of the week coming up, and actually, top of the hour, Jim Harbaugh's press conference is not set for the top of the hour, but Jim Harbaugh will be introduced on Thursday in Los Angeles. Uh, he's got. Maybe a little more packing to do. He and his family were in Baltimore for the AFC Championship where he was interviewed on the NFL on CBS and is now preparing for this press conference that will introduce him as the Chargers' new head man. They're also working on a general manager. What does this mean for the roster, right? And what are the big questions for the roster? So we will ask Eric Smith, who's actually just fresh off paternity leave. He and his wife had a second baby girl. He's back to work. And hello, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, so he'll join us from L.A. at the top of the hour. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown! Takes it himself to the power! Touchdown! One man to beat 10! He's gone! They throw in the end zone! Caught! 
Touchdown! Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Tom Stubbs centers helping into the end zone. Touchdown! To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Detroit Lions. Lions now from the 42 of San Francisco. Goff's going to work out of the gun with Montgomery to his right. Three receivers to the right side. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes on the end around. That's Jamison Williams. Williams inside the 40 to the 35. Cuts it back in the 30. Jamo inside the 25. Jamo inside the 20. Stays on his face yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. <laughs> Jamison Williams weaving yes. through traffic. Frank Ragnow with a big block, and Jamo takes it to the house. The Baltimore Ravens. 5-15 to play in the opening quarter. Ravens trail 7-0. Zay Flowers and OBJ split wide to the left. Lamar takes the snap. Chiefs rush five. Lamar swings out of a sack. Backpedals. He's at the 45-yard line going deep. He's got a man open. Touchdown, Ravens! Zay Flowers with a spectacular grab after Lamar invades the sack. And we are an extra point away from a tie game. The Kansas City Chiefs. Hands on his knees is Pacheco. He'll get it again behind left guard. Trying the left, pushing, pushing, touchdown! Kansas City! The Ravens defense has only averaged giving up 16 points a game this year. The Chiefs have 14 if they get the PAT in their first two drives. The San Francisco 49ers. Purdy sends Kittle in motion right. Purdy. Out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps. Going to take a deep shot to Brandon Ayuk. It's the flag. Oh, he caught it. caught. Ayuk caught it out of the air. A flag is also down. Did Ayuk score? He got touched down on the two-yard line. McCaffrey runs around. Purdy pressured. Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco. Ayuk. Ayuk. Ayuk is on fire! All right, we cheated a little bit. Producer Jay kept the 51-yard reception from Ayuk off the face mask of the Lions defender. And then his touchdown catch as the Niners submission for TD of the week. That's Greg Papa and Tim Ryan on Niners Radio. Uh, Before that, you heard the Chiefs and Isaiah Pacheco in the go-ahead touchdown. And, man, who knew there would only be a field goal in the second half and that the Chiefs would not score and that their defense would hold the Ravens at bay. But Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio got to call a couple of touchdowns in the first half. And we did give you a couple submissions from the teams that did not win just because they were so dynamic. Uh, The Ravens with that deep chuck to Zay Flowers on a play in which Lamar was running for his life in the backfield. He did actually a lot of that. Uh, And with Jerry Sandusky on Ravens Radio, it was a fine moment when Baltimore matched what we saw from Kansas City on its opening drive. Uh, And then with the Lions building a 24-7 lead and one of those touchdowns, the very first one with Jamison Williams just barreling through the defense and shaking off defenders and going, what was it, 42 yards to the end zone? Dan Miller on Lions Radio. I know it's a poor substitute, but you can vote for TD of the week, even if it is 
one of the teams that did not survive to the Super Bowl. On Twitter, After Hours CBS, and you can also vote for Monday MVP there and our Facebook page too. And when you miss out on any of the show or maybe you've changed shifts like one listener uh, who told us over the weekend that she's so bummed she misses listening to the show on her way to work, but for a few months she's on a different shift at work. Uh, And so I had to tell her about the podcast because she'd never had to use it before. And she is all excited, but you don't even have to look that far because we post the link to the podcast every weekday morning, minutes after the show is done on both Twitter, show Twitter and Facebook. Our phone number 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. As for those teams that did not advance past championship Sunday, it was the opportunity for them to speak to the media. I always think this is tough. The exit interviews, it's a combination of eulogy and goodbye. And I hope positivity about the future, though it's only been 48 hours. And it's really tough to hear from, especially the Ravens who felt like they had an incredible shot to get to the Super Bowl and win another crown. Zay Flowers is taking a lot of flack, and I I do think that it was a bit of a meltdown for the rookie. I know he had a phenomenal catch, and you heard it there on Ravens Radio. The speed and the athleticism he was able to get behind the defense worked to, uh, to perfection. And he was one of the top targets for Lamar, obviously, and, and has been. They've developed a great rapport this season. But the taunting penalty, I'm going to have to disagree with our guest on Monday morning, Rob Long from our Baltimore affiliate, 105.7 The Fan. He called it a a garbage flag. Actually, and I didn't bother to correct because he's certainly allowed to have his own opinion. Uh, That is the very definition of taunting. The NFL will not allow you to stand over another athlete and chirp or pose or anything like that. You, you can't do that. That's what taunting is, according to the NFL. And so that was a textbook taunting call for the rookie. But then to taunt over LeJarius Sneed, who is a veteran in the Kansas City defensive backfield, only to have Sneed turn around and make a brilliant play and punch the ball away from Zay as he's about to cross the goal line. He reaches the ball out. He leaves it exposed. And Zay ends up paying with it, but with a fumble, paying for it with a fumble. I mean, Zay had a touchdown and over 115 yards receiving and rushing. He actually took a couple of handoffs. He was by far the best weapon to go along with Lamar Jackson because they chose to throw the ball and not run the ball. But it was tough. He was almost inconsolable on the sidelines after his fumble, even though Lamar Jackson then threw a pick in the end zone himself. And he was owning up to it and saying, hey, I'm going to use this as fuel the rest of the way in my career. I feel like I got um, another step. I feel like I could be one of the best receivers in this league. And I'm not going to let one moment define me. So I'm going to just use that and use it as a slingshot. Odell Beckham was one of the guys consoling him or trying to, and he certainly understands the pain, the disappointment of coming up short. It's kind of how life goes, you know. Um, the toughest part is 
it ending uh, and not having the opportunity to see, you know, the men that you work so hard with in this room, uh, to have the opportunity to play in the game that we all dream of as kids. Um, and going up against an incredible team, incredible champions, um, it was championship football and they came out on top. It was championship football in terms of the grit, the physical nature of it, the defense is digging down. It's championship football that took a toll. On both the Chiefs, in case you hadn't heard, Charles Amenahu tore his ACL. He was the one that had the strip sack on Lamar Jackson in the first half that also produced the fumble. So he tore his ACL and he's out the rest of the way. And then the Ravens, feeling like they squandered opportunities. No doubt Lamar is going to see that interception over and over and over again. I heard one former NFL QB say it this way. He's not going to sleep for two weeks. He was really angry at himself. He slammed his helmet on the sidelines. Visible frustration. Jadavian Clowney was asked, because we did not hear from Lamar on Monday. Jadavian was asked what advice he would give Lamar after a tough championship game. I mean, just tell him to keep God first and continue to do what he do and uh, be him. He's a different guy, but he practiced hard. He's a, he a leader regardless of what anybody thinks. He has fun, good personality. Uh, I love to be around him. Everybody in the locker room can vouch for that. We love to be around the guy. Um, Man, he's just fun, man. You know, it ain't all all this at all the time, man. People are, are regular people at the end of the day. And Lamar, great dude to hang out with, man. I, I love him regardless of how that game shook out, man. It's just like my brother forever. I'm glad I got to play with him. I enjoyed it. I uh, enjoy him like I enjoy everybody else in this locker room. But keep your head up, man. I dealt with that scrutiny throughout my career. And uh, just kept my head up. Keep the people around me that love me more. Keep them close. And, uh, you know, build from there. And just keep, continue to move forward. Jadavian is being genuine, right? He's certainly dealt with a ton of criticism, and he's moved a lot in his career. Wasn't he an overall number one pick? I believe so. To the yeah. Texans. Yeah. At the, yeah. Yep. That's right. And it didn't work. It did not work out there. Uh, he played in Cleveland, obviously. Now he's in Baltimore, and so he's been. And and there are probably other stops in there too that I'm just not coming up with right this second. He's been a lot of places, and it's been, it's been a career of injuries, and so for that, maybe not living up to the potential that p- other people think that he should have. And guys love to play with Lamar, and and that certainly helps. Like guys love to play with Patrick Mahomes, and then you've got the other side of it, and Patrick Queen <laughs> about playing against him. It's tough. Um, you know, one of the greatest top two quarterback in the league between him and Lamar, whoever, whoever they want to take. But, uh, you know, it's just it's tough. Uh, he can make plays. He can make any throw. He can buy time, do what he got to do. And um, that's what we're trying to limit him from doing. And, you know, it's times where he escaped and did what he needed to do. And that's why I said we didn't capitalize on the opportunities that we had. Yeah. The demise of Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs is greatly exaggerated. Uh, One of their contenders, or I guess a would-be contender in the AFC West, has been the Chargers now for a couple of seasons. 
They're now moving on to Jim Harbaugh as head coach, getting closer to hiring a GM. So we'll head to L.A. about 20 minutes from now. But straight ahead, while we're hearing from the teams that did not make the Super Bowl, I don't want to call them losers. I feel like that's rude. Uh, But that's Baltimore. Dan Campbell, Jared Goff speaking out on Monday as well. You'll hear from them next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 